Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, the show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs use human design to shift from hustle to flow without sacrificing results. Come here to become an unshakable human and build an unshakable business according to your human design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, everybody. We are here today, just the two of us, and we're going to be talking about something that has been coming up a lot lately, the question of where do I begin with human design? And what I was shocked by was how many people have dabbled in their human design. Once I say that I'm a human design expert, people have a lot of questions. They'll either be completely oblivious and have no idea what I'm talking about, or they'll have some interaction with it. And I always take what I know for granted. I think that because I have such in-depth knowledge and I've been in this game for so many years now and I have gone way deep, I have one-lined my way through human design for sure, that I take for granted all that I know and that so many people are not as knowledgeable or they don't know how the whole thing fits together. And if I rewind back to where I started, my journey was really about how does this all work together? I know that there's truth in this. I see it. I feel it. But I I haven't really figured out how to drive this car. It's like driving stick. I know there's a way to do this, but when do I put the clutch down? When do I let it up? When do I really shift it into gear? How do I get that smooth ride? And so a lot of people are immersing themselves in the knowledge. So they're consuming a lot of content. They're on Instagram. They're reading all of the carousel posts that all the different experts are putting up. They're listening to the podcasts. They're reading the books. They've got their bookshelf filled but they're still overwhelmed by all of the information and they're left saying, now what? Now what do I do? What do I do with all of this? So I want to go back to basics a little bit here, but we're going to highlight this in a very different way. So as I see it, there are three core pillars to human design. And what these three core pillars do, this is the like clutch, release, shift the gear. Once you know how to do that, then you can start to maneuver the car however you want. These govern the mechanics of your human design because that's what human design is. It's a mechanical system. It's showing you how your energy works, how your energy is either in flow or you feel like you are stuck, dragging through the mud, angry, frustrated, bitter, disappointed. Whatever those emotions are, it comes from a place of not being in flow. And it is showing you a path to finding flow. And the path's actually a lot simpler than we think it is, but the three core pillars show us where to put our focus and all of our energy. And if the mechanics aren't working, then pretty much nothing else will work. And this is what a lot of people do. They are intrigued by human design, so they start reading about all of their gates, and then they want to know about their channels, and then they're trying to figure all of that out, and they've got their profile, and they've got all of these pieces swimming around, but none of it seems to go together. They're really fun and fascinating, but we don't want human design to be just a fascinating thing that you read about. We want it to be the tool that changes your life, and it does have that potential. If you can focus your intention and your energy on these three core pillars first, and then build from there. It doesn't mean you can't read about these other things. It doesn't mean that you can't go into it. Just don't try to figure out what you should do with them just yet. 
until you have this foundation laid where you're really starting to feel your energy shift. So I'm going to share these three pillars along with some common mistakes that I see people make with each one of them or just a new twist that I think a lot of people are missing. And as I was reviewing information and my own experience for this, I was like, oh, you know what? I don't know if anyone's really talking about this. People talk about type, but they're not talking about it like this. And they're not highlighting this piece of it. Well, honestly, that comes from experimenting with it and using it as much as I have to be able to have those insights and also working with so many people. So I'm going to share with you not just the basics. I'm going to share with you some of the common mistakes and common twists and things that I see with these that might give you another layer of depth and understanding of this and might make that experimentation journey that you're on, hopefully that you're experimenting with your design, make it easier for you to be moving with that and having more success with it. Okay. So let's get started. The three pillars, I call them the human design trifecta, because in my mind, when I think of them, they form this little triangle. When they're working together, there's this vortex of energy that just starts to work. And it it boils down to these three. So this human design trifecta, it's like this vortex of your energy is just working. When you have these in alignment, you're going to start feeling your energy move differently. You're going to start attracting different things into your life. And people will start to react to you very, very differently. So let's break this down. The first piece of the human design trifecta is type. There are five types in human design. I am not going to go into depth into each of them. I'm just going to name what they are. There are separate episodes you can go back to and listen to that. There are five types. Generators, manifesting generators, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors. Generators and manifesting generators make up about 70% of the population. They are the sacral energy that creates the buzzing, working, loving to work vibes in the world. So this is the energy that they transmit. Manifestors, they are the visionaries of the collective. Projectors, they are the wise guides. They are more perceptive than actualizing. And then reflectors, they are here to observe and be the canary in the coal mine, just sensing the things that the rest of us can't sense about what's happening with all of us or within a community. So the five types determine what type of aura you have. Now, generators and manifesting generators have a different type of aura than the other three. They even have a different type of aura slightly than each other. There's differences in each one. And your aura tells you your energetic frequency. It's how your energy is going out to others. It's what they feel when they are around you. Now, this is going to be very physical. When you physically come into contact with someone, this is going to be a lot stronger than when you meet them virtually. But it does come through. Our energy does come through. But I want you to notice that when you stand next to someone, if you know their type, such an interesting thing to notice the quality of their energy. Is it buzzing? Is it still? Is it powerful and dense? Do you get the sense that they're taking in things that you can't even perceive yourself? Your type determines your strategy. So really what we're talking about with type is that aura quality. Everything in your design helps to determine the quality of that aura. So for generators, you have this warm, enveloping aura that's pulling things to you, which is why your strategy is to respond. So your type gives you your strategy. And your strategy is how the universe speaks with you. It's how things come to you or how they're meant to come to you. 
And it's the great pattern interrupt because what we start to do is when I know that something is supposed to come to me through a response because I am a manifesting generator, if it didn't come to me that way, I don't spend my energy thinking about whether I should do it or not. If it's not a response, if it's just a thought that popped into my head and I haven't gotten any sort of response from my experience that I'm in, I don't jump into action. It has saved me so much time and energy to not be acting on every great thought that I had. So this is at the core of the type. So projectors, if they know that they are here to be invited to things, to be recognized for their gifts, if they're out there acting on every response that they get, oh, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I can go help that person. No, they have a very clear directive to wait, to rest, and to wait for those invitations to come in, for people to recognize them, to say, can you help me with this? I wonder what you think about this. Do you have thoughts on this? They come to you for your wisdom if you're a projector. So what it does is it starts to clue you into the way that your energy is attracting things to you. So we all know about the law of attraction. Well, we each attract things very differently and we're attracting different things. Projectors are attracting people to help. And they get into trouble when they try to help everybody who didn't ask for their help because their aura is very deep and penetrating because it's able to perceive things at very deep levels. So it ends up turning people off because they don't want to be looked into very deeply by somebody they did not ask for help from. But when they ask, wow, can they have an effect? Projectors need more rest. So when they are going out not according to their strategy and they're helping people that don't want their help, people are not receiving the message. They're not taking their advice. They are not receiving the wisdom. The projector gets bitter, which is their not self theme. And then they're depleted as well because they're working so much harder than they need to. People come to projectors. They are meant to be seen. They are meant to be recognized. And if their energy is needy, that's what they send out. And nobody wants to be helped by a needy person. That's not who you think of asking you to guide you anywhere. So your type helps you understand how your energy is moving around in the world. And it's how it's experienced by others, which is so important. Wondering why people are not responding. Well, maybe my energy is not in tune. Am I following my strategies? That's the first question. So the add-on that I want to put on this that I don't think a lot of people are talking about is if you're not following your strategy, you cannot fulfill your purpose. Probably the most common question I get after how do you use it about human design is people ask me, can you tell me what my purpose is? And the answer is kinda. I can tell you what your purpose is. I can tell you what I see in your chart. I can tell you the themes that are there. And I can tell you how you will live it out. But I can't tell you what the end game is necessarily. I can't tell you where you'll end up. Not a fortune teller. I can just tell you that there are going to be these themes, these type of people, this type of experience that you're probably going to have if you're in alignment. It's all about you following the strategy because your type is going to determine how your purpose gets lived out. If you're a projector, using that same example we were using before, if you're, if you're a projector, it's going to be through helping people. It's going to be through 
some form of you being recognized for things and your wisdom being used to further something, to guide the energy that you're experiencing. If you're not doing that, it doesn't matter if you know what your purpose is. If you're not following it, it's not going to come through and you're going to end up bitter. So this is why this is like the number one pillar. You have to come back to your type. You have to understand how that energy works and how you're different than maybe the last coach you had who's a different type than you. Come, things come to them differently. People react to them differently. And we wonder why. Because we're different. And there are these fundamental five categories of energy. And then we can layer on some more ways that we start differentiating and getting more and more down into the nitty gritty of really fine details of who we are. But it starts with this one. This is the biggest category. So the second pillar is authority. There are seven authorities, emotional, sacral, splenic, ego, self, environment, and then lunar authority, which is our reflectors. So don't have any authority that's internal to them. And mental projectors have the environment that's their authority. Authority governs your decision making. So the strategy brings you something, get an invitation as a projector. Your authority is going to tell you, is this invitation really right for me? Is this invitation really correct for me? Because in the beginning, you probably just be like, someone invited me to something. Yes, of course I can help. You're just dying to use your gifts. Someone wants my wisdom. Yay. But is it really aligned for you? Is it really the right person? Is it really the right thing that you are being recognized for? Your authority will tell you, your mind will give you more of what you've always gotten. Make that decision from your thoughts and you will get the same thing you've always gotten because your thoughts are your programming. They are the most conditioned thing in your world. They are your conditioning, the way that you think. That's why we're all rewrite, rewriting beliefs and recoding our thoughts and changing our thoughts. Because when you change your thoughts, you really do change your life. But it's very difficult to sustain. And for decision-making, the mind is a tool. Human design brings it back into our body. And that's why there are those seven different authorities which tell you what your wisest voice is. What's the strongest energy that you have that's going to be yours to tune into to connect to your intuition, your unique intuition. I'm teaching you to follow that instead of following your thoughts and trying to decide, is this right or isn't it right? To just go back home to your unique and wise authority in your body. It brings it back into the body, out of the mind and into the body. So this is how you break the program. You want to get something you've never gotten? Well, you need to do something you've never done. You have to change. So change the way you make decisions and you will get very different results. So something that kind of dawned on me with authority is in the manifestation world, you always hear about these universal tests. And there's a debate in that world about whether people believe in universal tests or they don't believe in universal tests. Is the universe testing you? And I have a lot of people that come into my world coaching and for readings and stuff where they're like, I'm wondering if this is like a test. And if it's a test, we feel like we could get it wrong, right? And so there's a lot of pressure on that. Universal tests to me, it's about, are you going to make the decision that you've always made? Are you going to keep ending up in the same spot? It's not a test like the universe is trying to catch you in something. It's just you keep making decisions in alignment with the thoughts that you have and the beliefs that you have. You're going to keep getting the same thing. If you make them a different way, if you make them from your body, you're going to get a different result. It's going to take you someplace different. So it's almost like these universal tests are just, have you really changed or not? 
So there's no right or wrong. It's just, are you going to make a different decision? Are you going to make the decision differently? And that's what the authority helps you do is trust in something new inside of yourself. And this becomes your process. I have my strategy bring me something and then I make a decision from my unique and wise voice. This is my process and I don't deviate from it. So I can trust it implicitly. Then you build that trust and the authority gets louder. It gets stronger. And then you don't know how to make decisions the other way anymore. It's really wonderful. And you start to see your life change one decision at a time. Now, the third pillar, now your energy is working. The mechanics are working, making decisions in the right way. You're making decisions where you're getting new experiences because you're making decisions in a new way. Your energy is activated. Your aura is doing the job that it's supposed to do, which is bring you the things that are correct for you. You're becoming an energetic match for the things that you want. And now we come to the third pillar, which is your profile. So who are you being in the midst of all of this? And that's a really important question because this is where there are no copycats allowed. You can't just be like somebody else. It's usually where a lot of people fall into trouble when it comes to social media, when it comes to marketing in particular. I have a lot of people who end up in my unshakable mastermind who have tried copying a coach's style, who have seen somebody that they admire and then been like, I think they're doing it like this. And it's like funnel hacking. This is like identity hacking. (laughs) I'm going to figure out how she's put this together, but that doesn't work and it falls flat and we wonder why. The profile gives you a clue into who you're here to be. So what's the role you're here to play? What's the quality of the character that you're playing? There are 12 profiles. That's the numbers when you run your chart. That's the numbers that you get. Like I'm a five, one. I have a five and then there's a forward slash and then a one. And we all get one. So there's one of 12 that you will get. And that's who you're here to be. It's the role you're here to play. If there were a movie that you are starring in, this would be the character description. This would be who you are. Now, if you have imposter syndrome, this is the greatest antidote for imposter syndrome, is stepping into your profile. Nothing will make you more confident than saying, this is who I am and this is how I'm meant to present myself in the world. This is how I am meant to operate. This is who I'm here to be. This is the way I'm meant to speak. These, this is the way that life unfolds for me. And I've said for a very long time about profile. I was an actress, so I come back to the, the movie analogy a lot. The analogy isn't mine. Ra, the founder of human design, used to speak about it that way. But it really resonated with me. And I come back to it a lot because I, I think in these terms that when I would get a script as an actor, there's the character descriptions first. Because we take for granted when you watch a movie that they were just words on a page. The character was just a paragraph or two description, usually, that they give you in the front of the script. And then a person comes and fills that out and interprets what that means to them. Profile is very, very similar. So there are descriptions for each profile type. And you you can't play a role that's not right for you. The movie is all off. I always say, like, if Jack Nicholson played Forrest Gump, I don't know if that movie would have worked. Doesn't fit. It's not right. And it would have felt wrong and forced. Even if he did a magnificent job, it would have been a very different movie. 
He brings a different energy to it than Tom Hanks does. So this is how the profile has an effect. For me to know that as a 5-1, I am here to deliver practical solutions, that it's right for me to want to investigate things, that's going to be my way of making my way through the world, is investigating things and then teaching them, speaking about them, sharing them, disseminating that information. Here's what I've learned. Here's what I'm really good at. Here's what I understand on a very, very deep level. Let me tell you about it. Hello, this is what we're doing right here. And I'm going to do it in a way where I'm not just telling you about it. I'm going to tell you about it in a way that nobody else does. My flair will be very much about practicality. You're going to understand things differently when you hear me say it. Now, that is me stepping into that. I remember reading that four years ago when I started this journey. And I was like, I I get that this practical solutions and universalizing and I'm an investigator. Okay, I get that. Oh, and there's this projection thing on the five. I understood it. But the work that I've done through following these three pieces and putting a lot of focus on tuning these and understanding what they mean and experimenting with them and stepping into a higher and higher expression of each one. Can I be the best manifesting generator that I can be instead of trying to be a failed manifester all the time? Can I be truly an aligned emotional authority instead of trying to be sacral or splenic all the time where I'm trying to have like this spontaneous action? Can I honor who I really am? It grounds you. It changes your energy. Can I really be a 5-1? And can I allow myself to maybe not be the most exciting <laughs> person as far as the way that I deliver information? Does it need to be bombastic and and colorful and all of that? No. Can I just let it be really damn clear and show you how you can take all of these pieces and put them together and I show you how they work? Can I allow that to be my genius and let that be enough? And can I have fun doing that? I love it now. When I first got it, I got 5-1 and I read it. I was like, it's true, but Oh my God, I hate it. Can I change it, please? I want to change everything about my design. And digging into these three cores, because the foundation of everything is this who you are. This is it. You can't change it. Can you accept it? And then can you start to learn to love it? And I got to tell you, when you start to love it, it's real fun. So I have something for you. If you found this little taste of the trifecta interesting, if you want to go deeper with it, Two options for you, actually. You can do this inside our Human Design Lab, which is our membership. But we also have something very, very exciting that I'm thrilled to share with you. We've gotten the call to offer these more a la carte options. So if you're just dipping your toe in the water and you're like, I just want to buy a video on Manifesting Generator. I just want to see what Manifesting Generator is. And of course, it's in my own Human Design Nicole style. They're very in-depth. They are way, way over the top as far as the level of value that we deliver in these videos. And they're at an incredibly affordable price. So we opened up a shop. The Human Design Nicole Leno shop um, is now available. Go to nicoleleno.com forward slash shop. And you can buy any of these lessons piece by piece for all three of these categories. You can buy your profile. You can buy your authority. You can buy your type. All of them are in there. And you can buy all three. You can buy just one. Or if you want to go on a real journey with us, you could join the Human Design Lab, which is a monthly membership with us. But we want to give you the option to just buy the pieces that you need when you need them. And if that's all you want to do for now, that's fine. So 
please go to nicoleano.com forward slash shop or DM me shop. Just the word shop. If you put shop, please, or something like that in there, it won't get to you. The bot won't know what, what, what we're doing. Um, so just put the word shop in the DM and we will send you the link to the shop and you can check out what we have there. Thanks so much for making it all the way to the end of the episode with us. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. And remember, if you want to have an unshakable business, you must first become an unshakable human. So thank you for letting us help you on your journey of becoming unshakable with human design, everyone. We'll see you next time. If you love this episode and you're a fan of the show, please show us the love on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the show and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with other entrepreneurs on their human design journey, join our free Facebook community, Human Design for Entrepreneurs. Go to nicolano.me forward slash podcast links to join the group, book a human design reading with me, or access our free human design resources. We'll see you there.